What do you think area man Fred Thompson thinks about um, shake weights? I think he likes them. I probably, think he's yeah. for it. I think he's for them, too. I think that's probably accurate. Yeah. They're, good, they're good practice. They're, they are good sure, practice. Sure, they're good practice, yeah. There you go. <laughs> uh, hey, you know Jason, what else, what is, else good? is good what? practice? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, did we both just try to start the show at the same time? We sure did. Yeah, you did. The Savage Land! Back to the Savage Land. Uh, who do we got in the house tonight? Rachel, Jason, and it's me, Matt. Uh, here I am. It's Matt. I'm the only one who's not sick. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Yay! Well, We're I'm relying on you, Matt. Oh boy! All right. Um, let's get things started off with uh, Strata. What's your favorite type of Strata? I don't even know what a Strata is. I don't know what that is. Uh, what's your what's your favorite type of soil and where in the geologic time frame do you prefer your soil <laughs> crustaceous no? or some shit I don't know no, no takers alright uh, <laughs> if you had to have eye surgery which one do you prefer uh, like which one of my eyes or because I've already had three eye surgery. surgeries oh, okay uh, let's try a different one um uh, a priest, a rabbi, and a um, and a and a monk walk into a bar. Which one's right? The bar. <laughs> uh, okay, <laughs> rolling along here. It's the Matt show. Um, uh, you, you um, mm, this is hard. Hard to. Rachel, I think uh, we need to save him. What's your favorite succulent? <laughs> Uh, plungers, <laughs> toilet plunger. A plunger. Yeah, that's succulent, right? It's it's suction. No, succulent, like pl- the plants, cactuses and stuff. Oh, I like cactuses. Yeah, succulents are cool. Did you just um, say cactuses, both of you? Yeah. If you could have cacti, uh, if you could have, if you had a light bulb and you could put, and you could have the. Um, the filament be in any design, what design would it be? A flower. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was going to say the Millennium Falcon. Okay, yeah, that works too. <laughs> um, you're both correct. <laughs> Yay! Yay! We're so winning, whatever this game this is. is. This is yeah, game. This, this is a weird game. I'm not going to lie. Um, so the, the year is 1983. You're a natural disaster. Which one are you? Uh, the the Challenger crash land crashing, exploding. Na- you're a natural, natural, natural disaster. Yeah, the Which crash lander exploding naturally. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the crash lander exploding, comma naturally. Mm. Um, Kanye West has a third child. What's its name? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Um, Eros, just so that whenever roll is called in, in, uh, in elementary school, the teacher says Westeros. It's for all the Game of Thrones I, fans out there. How, how do you feel about that? It's awesome. <laughs> I feel pretty good about it. <laughs> what the fuck's up, guys? How's, uh, how's life going? This is me, just, uh, getting the show on some sort of track. Hey man, we were we were on we were on track. I know we, yeah, were, we were moving. We were onto something there. I think it was just a it was it was a bold new direction. I don't know if the the listeners were ready for it. What is your favorite phalange? Oh, there's so many phalanges. <laughs> what's we you know we can ask uh, we can uh, we can talk about our favorites the geek stuff, but more important, this is the get to, getting to know you phase of the <laughs> podcast. Are these like Matt's first date questions? 
Mm-hmm. Was this how you won over <laughs> yep. Jenica? It's totally how I won over Jenica. <laughs> you talked about phalanges and succulents. Oh, yeah. If you uh, here's a, here's a date question I asked. <laughs> That's a Gen- yes. Here's a date question I asked, I asked Jenica. If if you were myopic, what type of glasses? F- f- what type of frames would your glasses be? What? <laughs> <laughs> that one went right over my head. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, that's the point. Um, then I asked, uh, uh, one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. Oh my god! This this at some point this has to stop. <laughs> <laughs> no, it'll just keep going. I'll bring it back in a couple more times. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> no, nah, you know, but in all in all in all uh, seriousness, there's not much going on. It's been pretty quiet around here. Um, Jenica's been out of town. I've been hanging out at home. But now it's the Matt show starring just me. Just batching it up. Just bachelor pad Matt. Just freaking party yeah. every day Matt. Woo. Party every day. Not, not really, though. <laughs> <laughs> now, what have, what have you been uh, doing with your time while, uh, while the other half is away? Well, I, uh, I played some Battlefield 1. That's my thing I did. Did you see the, the fire tornado? No. Oh. What? There's a fire tornado in the game? Yeah, there's like this weird glitch where... I thought that was a Matt question for a second there. Yeah. No. Um... If you could be any kind of tornado, <laughs> yeah. what kind of tornado would you if be? If you were a fire tornado, how fast would you revolve? How many sharks would there be inside of you? Um, <laughs> what would your diameter be? No, in in the game, there's like it's there's a gift that's been going around uh, of like there one of the planes crashes into some sort of like falling pillar, and it just totally like glitches out and literally creates a fire tornado that's just throwing like bits of flame and shit and shrapnel everywhere. It's oh, super fun. weird. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's like it's pretty dope. You just yeah look up like Battlefield One uh, a fire tornado maybe I don't know. Sounds like that'd probably get you where you want to go. Probably, um, but how is Battlefield One? It's fun. It's a fun game. Uh, I'm I'm not a, a multiplayer, multiple online person player. MMO. Uh, I'm a I'm not an MMO RPG MNO LMNOP. Uh, like. <laughs> I'm not either. Uh, but there's a campaign. Uh, you can play it by your lonesome when your wife's out of town. It takes just a a couple short hours, and it was uh, pleasurable. Enjoyed it. It was fun. A little short, but some might say. A little lacking in substance, some might say, but... People say that about me, too. They don't ever say you're short. No, oh, I wasn't referring the, to my, my full-on of... stature. Okay. Uh, oh. Um, but, uh, <laughs> uh, it's fine. You, you know, you run around and you shoot people with a gun, and it's World War One like So that was cool. It was interesting. I enjoyed my time. Get great graphics. Good sound. I put the sound on my speakers, turned them up to full blast, turned that subwoofer up to full blast, and shook a painting off my wall. That was nice. Yeah? That's cool. Make yep, a chair vibrate fun. like a D-Box movie? That's fucking... You goddamn right I did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, and then I watched Independence Day. R- 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 we did another one, and it was garbage. Oh, God. Dude, yeah, Kate, did was- you not want to scream at the TV when, like... The entire first 20 minutes they're leading up with, like, the conflict between Liam Hemsworth and Will Smith's fake son. They're, like, leading up to it, like, oh, yeah, you remember back when that happened. He's never forgiven you for that thing that you did to him. And they're, like, they're teasing it that whole time or whatever, but, like, they make it blatantly obvious what happened. And then instead of actually showing what happened after 20 minutes of buildup, it's just on a screen, like, to the side. Well, that's funny because I couldn't, I did not figure out what happened. Really? Because I was, like, half paying attention. So I was like, I, I must have missed the actual part where they said exactly what happened. Because I, all I heard was 20 minutes of not really being entirely sure at all what happened. And I thought, like, Chris Hemsworth caused the other guy's dad, uh, Will, Will Smith, to die. Uh. I, his dad. And I was like, oh, he killed Will Smith. That's <laughs> that's that's not cool bro but it, it and then the, and then it showed that that like off to the side of the screen shot of what actually happened yeah but that was sort of hard to figure out too totally. so i it was uh having missed where they actually said what happened it was very unclear as to what actually happened Ugh. but then and then like even like right after they show it then he re-explains why will smith's son hates him after 20 minutes of explaining that will smith's son hates him because of what happened that's pretty low on the list of all the things about that movie that I thought were real fucking dumb. That's fair. That is fair. That was that was pretty dumb, but 
that whole movie was just chock full of real fucking dumb. Yeah. Um, and uh, it was stupid. Anybody who hasn't seen it, don't. That would be me. The one redeeming factor it has is it's got uh, a cool alien ending. That was kind of fun. Had some cool shots in there. Yeah, it was pretty fun. I mean, it looked cool, and it, it was like it looked like it looked like if Cloverfield was not the Cloverfield movie, and they showed the alien too much, versus Cloverfield where they never show the alien. Yeah, because the aliens kind of look the same. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> dude, what that was going that on was away there? from my mic. Sorry, it was it wasn't away from my headset mic, but it was away from my <laughs> headset mic. All right, it was away from the recording mic, but not my headset mic. Um, uh, dear listeners, some weird, weird, weird sounds are coming from Jason's side of the story. So from my nose, he he's sick. He's got some issues. He's got, got uh, some issues. He's, got, he's a he's a boogery, snotty mess. This um, was almost the first ever episode that I missed. I I honestly almost almost uh, told you guys to go on without me earlier today, but I didn't. Uh, I'm so, here. So dramatic. So dramatic. Go on without me. Go on with no, it, Jason. You go. I go. <laughs> and I'm going to give points to anyone who can quote that movie for me. Yeah, yeah. Or tell me what movie I quoted. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. Points. Points, points. Internet points if you know what movie I quoted. I'm pretty sure I've seen it, but I couldn't tell you. Um, we'll, we'll figure it out. If you if you know what it is, call in to 413-SAVAGE4 and let us know. Or send us an email at uh, us at savagelandpodcast.com or tweet us at savagelandpod. Jesus Christ, stop for a second. Whoa, jeez. <laughs> Don't barrage them with with ads. Or tweet us podcast. at savagelandpod. Jesus. No. <laughs> the, worst part, the worst part about Independence Day was the end where he's like, where the guy literally describes the plot of the next movie. Oh yeah! Is there going to be another one? Oh, uh, I I don't know, but if there is, I already, I can tell you what it's about. <laughs> yeah, like every... I mean, I mean, literally, the guy's like, "Oh, now that we've done this, we need this, to do this. This 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 machine told us how we can fly, do interstellar flight, and we're going to take the fight to them, and we're going to build better spaceships and destroy them, and, and then inevitably like, we're going to get trapped somewhere, and then we're going to have to come up with a clever way to get out of it. Yeah, it was so dumb. Rip. Every movie I've downloaded, you guys have watched and ripped apart. And now I'm just like, What else is on there? What else can we rip well, apart? Well, because I downloaded that in Ghostbusters, which oh. of course is still just sitting there. Warcraft, I didn't make it through the rest of that's it. That's right. There's a lot of bad movies out there right now. It's unfortunate. Yeah, that's true. Um, I yeah. thought I watched something else. Maybe I didn't. Oh, I watched The Time Machine with Guy Pierce. 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 With guy, with guy, <laughs> guy was in it. I would hate being named uh, guy. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a just, that's a bummer, man. Yeah, I, was, I remember being really disappointed with that movie. It's like here's H.G. Wells' greatest time travel book ever, one of them, and uh, here's this movie that just makes it all fucking stupid and weird. <laughs> that's what it was like. Uh... Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I uh, I finished Paper Girls, Matt, or at least book one. Yeah. Did you Did you finish it? No, I don't, I haven't. Uh, I haven't purchased the volume yet. I just I've read the first two issues. Oh yeah, my fucking here. god! Yep. But if available to me f- by some means, I will read it. I want to read it. Same yeah. Here. I'm trying to I'm trying to to get some means uh, by which I can I I can put the book on my uh, bookshelf here. So stay yeah, stay I tuned might, for that. I, I Okay. Nope. I'd like to. I'd like to get into that. I haven't read any comics at all lately. I started. I tried to read the. I think I already talked about it, that Ultimate Spider-Man, where it looks all anime, and I just like. Ugh, yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Poor guy. Just read some Batman. To the new. Listen to. Yeah. I don't know. Just haven't been in the mood. You listen to what? And, um. Audio book. <laughs> I listen to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you sure to, you're uh, not sick too? Oh, I'm positive. Um, <laughs> Douglas Preston and Lincoln Child have, since like 1995, have put out a series of books, and I, the new one came out last Tuesday. So I started reading that. It's not that good. No, it's not not that good. What's it about? No. 
Dude, I'm not even, not even going to try. Uh, you got fucking 20 some odd books to try to like explain what it's about. So, <laughs> um, once uh, for me, once a series gets over a number of sequels, I figure that none of them are that good. Well, sometimes there are, there are exceptions. Like for instance, for example, for, go ahead. Well, my, my example is the Dresden files. That's what I was about to say is like, keeps getting better or, or at least maintains a, a quality of excellence that the that it, and it, it does with no signs of faltering uh um, so oh absolutely the the newest dresden files is easily one of the top three best ones he's gotten out so far it's really good we'll see about so, that you'll never see about that but uh <laughs> hey 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 i'll i'll see about that Will you? Will you read fifteen Dresden Files books? I might. I'll. I'll probably stall. I'll. I'll probably <laughs> might, start listening to them. Okay. So we'll Dresden see. Dresden Files is a Dresden Files is a series that started off weak and got stronger and stronger. Uh, yeah, and just like you want that. any series to do. And and then in books like seven through fifteen, it's just like probably plateaued at excellence. It's like trust me, man. Once you get through those first six books, it is gold. No, the th- good thing about the Dresden Files is if you wanted to get into it, you just have to get through the first two. The first one's fun, but it doesn't build the world up. So it's a good book, but it doesn't build the world up to the to the to the degree that the books sort of take off with momentum. The second book is is better and and starts a little bit of the world constructing, but it but on book three the world constructing goes into full bore action mode, and it's just it's great. Huh. Yep. I, yep. I which is which I actually think is a nice way cuz you get the first book where you get character introductions, you get the second book where you get where you get the other additional characters for the and then you get the third book where it's okay, you've got all the characters, you know, plus or minus some. Uh and here's the world. Here's the entire world that we didn't really talk about because we stayed on some simple stories for the first two. Yeah. That is I mean is cool. I agree that that is pretty good at least for the first one like I I think that oftentimes especially in science fiction people get too mired down in their world building to actually create a a good story. Totally. Yeah, I agree with that. It's like it's one of those genres where people are just like way too attracted to their concept and not and they just, just sacrifice story for that. And that like that gets really annoying. That's like one of my biggest gripes with science fiction. Yeah, me too. But yeah, that's, I, that's, but I think, that's cool. But I think, I think we can safely say, for the most part, book series that go on for a really long time, or any other kind of series, generally tend to, to, to bog themselves down and, and, and get crappy. Like uh, Supernatural. I was just going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. There's a show that should have ended season five. And yeah. Instead of like, rolling strong into season 14 yeah i think the rule of thumb should be that sitcoms should end after about nine seasons if they if they go for a long time and that dramas should end after about five yeah like and and if you're lost and your and your show ends after five fucking wrap it up right (laughs) assholes i think i think that's something i admire about the british they they know when to end a show sometimes they know when to end a show way too soon but they know when to end a show and they know how to. Usually it's like, hey, all your favorite characters died. I agree with that. Yeah. It's, it speaking gives you closure. Of, speaking of characters dying, I watched the uh, Walking Dead premiere last night. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Okay, spoiler warning yeah, I, for I uh, the it. new episode of The Walking Dead. We're just going to go ahead and spoil it um, because everybody's probably seen it at this point. But if you haven't, I mean, if you care that much about The Walking Dead, you're probably not okay, going to hey, spend your time hey, listening to this first. Um, okay, we're going to... We're gonna we're gonna spoiler warning and while I'm talking, fix your fix your shit. We can't understand a word you're saying. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead and start talking, and then I'll fix my shit. Uh, did we did we say spoiler warning? This is your final warning. Yeah, we spoiler warning uh, it. Okay. Glenn and Abraham died. <laughs> oh got, no! They got smashed in the head with bats. <laughs> it was bad. Um, wasn't it pretty graphic it was like unbelievably graphic and violent and it was pretty hard to watch uh his face was pretty bloody did you watch it too i i saw just like the little snippets and i saw the images and stuff i didn't watch the full episode yeah i saw images of 
This fucking just Glenn and fucking Jesus Christ. Bro. That was gross. <laughs> um, but that is exactly what he looks like in the comics. The comics, there's like a dent in his forehead and his eyes popping out. So yeah. it's just exactly the same. Yeah, it looked like his eye was popping out. Yep, his eyes popping out. Anyway, Do you like how yeah, they gave they, you that fake out first? Which fake out? Abraham? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't know. They're I, like, oh, I feel he like... was just an inconsequential character that nobody necessarily cares about, and he's dying now. So well, there we go. We killed no, somebody. And then that's not true because because they built Abraham up in the into the last season. Yeah, but so he's he not. A... He's not as like. You know, as beloved as Glenn, of course not. Yeah, as as like half of the cast. Here's what I think they should have done. They should have, like, their intention is to really like ram it down our throats that that these are horrible deaths, right? So what they should have done is, at the end of last season, they should have killed Abraham, and you would have been like, oh fuck, and then they, and then like that's the end of the season is Abraham dying, right? Then they come back and kill Glenn, and then this episode starts up, and it's like, boom, kill Glenn. That and that's nobody's actually fucking nobody's ready for it, and that would have just fucking hit everybody so hard. And that probably would have stopped all the like the the hatred of of their like way too many cliffhanger type moment things. Totally. Yeah, I agree yeah. with that. Because then people would have been happy. Oh, Glenn didn't die. Yep, exactly. And then, yeah. <laughs> God, nope. that would have been good. You're 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 right, Matt. Yep. Let's know. you know what? Let's let's start a campaign. Uh uh replace Scott Gimple with uh with Matt Hockett for showrunner. Hooray, I got my job. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> um no, I don't know, man. I mean, you know, Negan in the comics is one of the best if not the best villain. I have I think the show is gonna be heading in some pretty rough, awesome direction. I think it's gonna be pretty good, so how how many seasons well, do you think that, that show can realistically continue? I don't know, man. I mean, they just the the freaking comics just keeps going, and the comics still stays really good. So yeah, but it, it does take a lot less to keep a comic, you know, running than it does for a TV show. Well, yeah, but it is the most popular TV show on television, so either, there's like no fear of like money running out or anything like that. That's fair. I mean, I don't know. I I've seen a lot just in response to this one episode. I've seen a lot over the internet of people like jumping off The Walking Dead, like saying, "All right, that's it. That's it. I'm done with the show." Why? Because it was too violent. Uh, not because it like a because it was too violent, and b because it was like you know it was it was the whole like their their sort of pattern now of just like each episode building up to what essentially amounts to a cliffhanger, and then only having like a few sort of important moments every season, mm. and just kind of you dragging know, the- things out way longer than they need to go. Yeah, I could see that. Although you know, I th- I think that The Walking Dead works better as a show that you watch multiple episodes at a time. Yeah. Not not paying as much of attention to as when a season begins or ends. Um you know, cuz like last the end of last season and this episode could have gone right back to back and I think it would have been a lot better. I think that this would have been better yes without the cliffhanger and with with just uh with the momentum that the show already had cuz a lot of people were really stoked on the end of the last season. Yeah. Well, especially with Negan and then we showing had to up. wait this yeah, and we had to wait this long, and it was like that in and of itself is kind of a letdown because at that point you're like, no, 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 we want now we don't want resolution from the end of last season. We want continuation into the new season, and all this was was sort of resolution, yeah, and a little bit of you know character development with Rick. I guess a lot of character development with Rick, but I don't know. I feel like I, I feel like honestly, so this is what season six, season seven. This is yeah, season seven, season seven. I feel like it's it's probably going to make it maybe to season nine and and sort of get can not not canceled but like that they're just going to kind of wrap up the series. I'm sure the comic will keep going, and I, I bet that the series ending will like that the TV series ending will boost the sales of the comic. Um, but I feel like they're at the point now where their audience isn't getting any bigger, and so it's going to kind of start to wane off. Because I I just don't think that The Walking Dead as as a show I don't think that it will do the supernatural route where it just like keeps going in the way that the comic book has. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? We'll find out. Yeah, that's true. I wonder, I, I wonder what showrunner Scott Gimble thinks about, uh, Robert, Robert Kirkman when he eats breakfast. I don't know. I mean, I, they, they work in a writer's room together, so I'm assuming they're, they're fairly amicable. Pretty happy that you actually went for that. went for that. Took the bait there. <laughs> 
Maybe they eat breakfast together. They probably eat breakfast together. Uh, they're yeah. probably good friends. Look, you, you ask me a question, I'll, I'll answer the question. I'll, I'll give you whatever answer I can come up with, you know? Even if it's a sarcastic question. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'll keep, wa- I'll keep watching the show. Whatever. It's got cool zombies in it. That's true. It does have cool zombies. And you know how we love zombies on this, uh, on this show. Zombies are zombies are fun. All right, who else's stuff? For those for those who don't know about our zombies, we have a second podcast called The Living Dead Minute. You can go listen to if you'd like to. He's just like Mister Commercial today. I'm just being like, I'm plug, just being commercial guy. He's just like plug us, plug us. Let's just keep plugging. No, but this is I mean uh, just really quick to address it. Like this is the first. Welcome back to the Savage Land, brought to you by TMBC. <laughs> brought to you by Night of the Living Dead Minute. Brought to you by the Savage Land. No, but this is I mean this is the the launch week of of our new podcast, a daily podcast, and it's you know it's something that we've been working on for a while, and and it's Halloween, and The Walking Dead just started up, and all that stuff. So it's I think it's a good time to be like. Hey, yo, dudes, like, we've got a new show that you might like if you're a zombie person. Fair enough. Yeah, that's true. I'll agree with you there. <laughs> I'll give you that one, too. <laughs> um, what, what, what are you guys going to dress up for on Halloween? Ass, what are you going to dress up What are you gonna dress up for? I'm going to dress up gonna... for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Sounds right. Um, I don't know. I'll probably just, like, shave off all of my beard except the mustache and wear some Coke bottle glasses and be a pedophile or something. A plus. All right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I don't know. I'll, maybe, I'll just probably just like throw a morph suit on or some shit. That's weird. Okay. Exactly. My go-to Halloween is Lara Croft. Nice. What about you, Matt? I know you're not I a big know. dressing up guy, but no. I to be fair, we tried for the past two years. It just didn't work out so well. <laughs> I mean, last year I like got a bunch of like prosthetics and makeup and all that kind of like stuff and it was like really gonna go to town to like go to see how good of a zombie costume i could do and i watched a bunch of videos on how to do home makeup and i practiced a bunch and i got stuff looking pretty good and then on halloween it's just like all fucked up so i was like fuck it so i like took all the makeup off and just like put a bunch of blood on my face and then put scrubs on and splattered them with fake blood nice but the fake blood we got takes takes a really long time to dry so I like got fake blood all over me, and then I realized that I was just like leaving fake blood all over the house. <laughs> <laughs> like just everything I touched and everything was just getting covered in fake blood. So I, I just took it off and didn't do anything. I'm sure it made for good uh, decoration, though. I guess. But you guys were here. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we were here. You Jenica could... looked cool. Yeah, Jenica looked cool. She did a good job. It was a fun party. It was a good. It was a good time. Yeah, I had fun. I still had fun. Don't get me wrong. I don't know. I'll probably just dress up as a stormtrooper. Just go get a real cheap stormtrooper costume and wear that. <laughs> dress Please up as do. a traitor. Traitor. Okay. Yeah, I'll just dress up as traitor. Get the fake blood and put it, you know, on the on the helmet. Okay. Or you could, or you could dress up as the stormtrooper that put the fake blood on Finn's helmet. You know, like you could be that guy, that 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 famous stormtrooper. I could just not be at my party and just tell everyone I'm dressed up as a stormtrooper, and then Jenna can, can just walk around saying, TK421, why aren't you at your post? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, do that. And I'll just be in the garage by myself, just watching the party through with binoculars. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> yeah, but pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good costume, though, right? Yeah, pretty good that bit, is pretty yeah. good. I'm going to stick with that bit. <laughs> um... No, I don't know. I'll be I'll be Gumby or something. Gumby. <laughs> Gumby's good. Jenica can be pokey. No, you can just go. You can just buy a, like a pre-made Gumby costume. Looks looks dumb. Oh, that'd be great. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna. Fight. I'm <laughs> Please totally be gonna, Gumby. I'm totally gonna get a Gumby costume. <laughs> Please I'm do it. Right, I'm gonna buy one right now. Yeah, we'll that, have to we'll have to post pictures really of happy. that on the uh, on the Instagrams. I want to be I want to be Gumby. Damn it. <laughs> Make Gumby, America Gumby again. Yep. Gumby <laughs> costume. I used to watch Gumby all the time. Oh, it was my same f- favorite. Hey, there's like we found the first thing that all three of us watched in our in our childhoods. Should I get the Gumby costume or should I get the Gumby uh, short skirted dress? It looks like Gumby, Ooh. but there's uh, Gumby's eyes are where your boobs are. It's like slutty Gumby. It's definitely Slutty Gumby. Dude, be Slutty Gumby. Please cross-dress oh for Halloween. I'm going to be Gumby, and I'm going to buy Copper a Pokey costume. <laughs> oh, my God, please do. How cute. You'll get all the internet points. How do you... 
30 bucks. Totally buying one. <laughs> <laughs> nice, dude. Oh, that's Good amazing. choice. I, right. I, I, I agree with you on that. Yeah. Gumby approved. <laughs> Gumby approved. Yep. Yeah. Add, that, add that to our uh, t-shirts that are never going to get made. <laughs> our, t- our t-shirt collection. Yeah. Gumby, Gumby approved. Gumby, damn it. You can say that on the back. I'm Gumby, I'm Gumby damn, damn it. it. <laughs> you can get a pokey costume too, but it's real fucking creepy. Oh. Oh, that's scary. I don't like it. Yeah, fuck that nonsense. <laughs> I don't like that at all. And there's no, there isn't even gloves for hands. It's just like a, it's just the sleeve just ends. <laughs> so like you can't even use your hands in that goddamn thing. Oh, that's that's that sounds like uh like some tusk shit right there. Ugh. It's just like it was terrifying. Yeah. At least with the Gumby then, one, there's can you like imagine a little how, slit you can poke your hands out of. Can you imagine how fucking creepy it would look like somebody wearing that the the pokey costume, not able to use their hands, just like on all fours, slipping around on the hardwood, like coming at you? That'd be creepy. I don't like this. Mm-mm. Okay, I I've talked enough. What do you guys What do you guys got? Uh, or do you want? Or is it just the mat? I mean, we can just keep going with the fucking <laughs> mat show. I I don't really have a whole lot. I carved some pumpkins. Ooh. Did you make any fun shapes? Um, I did a vampire one and a Batman. That's pretty dope. And and Cap tried to make a creepy one with a mustache. A creepy one with a mustache? Yeah, I gave it a mustache. He was trying to make it look like a creeper, pedophile, something. I don't know. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, so we did that and watched some Top Gear. Love Top Gear. (laughs) God damn, I love Top Gear. <laughs> I'm so excited for Grand Tour. Me too. I entered yeah. for like the the drawing to uh, win a pass to the first episode, or not the first episode, but like their a live episode in LA. Yeah. Um, but I haven't heard back on it, so I guess I'll I'll just keep you guys updated on whether or not that actually happens. Yeah, that would be so cool. I know. I love them. But yeah, that's about all I did. <laughs> Sounds like <laughs> a good week, that? Rach. I watched some Supergirl today. How was it? It was good. I still like. I'm not caught up on Supergirl or the Flash, or especially Arrow and Legends. But I'm not really too worried about that. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm not too worried about Arrow, and I gave up on Legends. And the Flash was okay. It wasn't great, but I like. I like the Flash. I liked the first episode a lot, and I'm I'm eager to see what's happened since, but. I don't know. This one just, it was kind of slow paced and a little boring. Aww. So I was getting really antsy because that's how I am. <laughs> but Started fiddling. <laughs> yep. That makes Started sense. Started doing other things. But the Supergirl, like, it's still continuously good. Yeah. Superman, this is kind of where he makes his exit oh. from the story. But it, it's still pretty cool. And I love him. Yeah. The Superman. Tyler Hoyleklin. Yeah. yeah, he's really good. That's cool. That's yeah, cool. That's cool. Hold on. Bide some time really quick. I'm about to sneeze, so I'm going to mute my mics. If you could rearrange your keyboard, what? how would you change the letters? Uh, I can only think of the Mad TV answer, which would be I would take the I and the U and put them closer together, but they're already together. <laughs> that's an incredible joke rachel (laughs) but what the way you're supposed to say it is is i'd take you and i and put them together or i'd put you and i together something like that is that's i was just trying to explain it so that matt would get it since he said he didn't get it i don't see how how that that. makes it any clearer That's just how my brain works, is Miss nope. Swan popped in my head. I'm with you. And that's what I heard. Yeah. I'm with you. Um, I, used to do, I used to do a real great impression of the, the UPS guy from Mad TV. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Do it. I don't have as much energy these days, though. So. No, it's a full body. It's a full, it's a full <laughs> immersion. Oh. Do you know what I'm talking about, right? No. Oh. I don't know if I do. The UPS guy from Mad TV who was like way too excited for his own good and jumped around and was like super hyper. Oh, that sounds know. familiar. What? Are you guys serious? I don't remember tons of Mad TV. 
All I remember is like Stuart cereal? and like uh, uh, Miss Swan. It was uh, not Stuart. Stuart was pretty good too. Yeah, Norm Macdonald. Was it Norm Macdonald was Stuart? I believe no. so. No. no, or no, no, he wasn't. It wasn't Norm Macdonald. It was other tall no. guy. Mike, I think his name was Michael. Michael, Michael McDowell. McDonald. That's god damn it. Yeah, Michael Mc. No, yes, fuck. It was Phil Lamar as the delivery boy on Mad TV. Oh. And he was like super spazzy. He's like flip his arms all around all the time and like get super exaggerated and like his legs would be all catawankle jumping around and stuff. You don't remember him? Michael McDonald. Sort of. That's what I said. Is that what you said? I didn't hear you say that. Oh, cool. Malcolm yeah. McMackelson. Michael McMore. This is a super fun episode. Um, well, it was it was it was going much better when I was just asking questions, but that's cool. If we it actually was. <laughs> <laughs> well, my fucking bad. <laughs> no, you're fine. What's uh, your catch up there, Jaso and Neon? Uh, nothing but comics. Um, I found I actually brace f- yourselves. <laughs> 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 Fuck you guys. Hold on to your butts. I'm gonna I'm gonna try I'm gonna try and engage in some dialogue with you guys uh, instead of uh, hold up running on a monologue. <laughs> so I found I found a comic book that I think uh, both of you would be interested in. The comic Sorry, book is faster. titled. Cave Carson has a cybernetic eye. Okay. Uh, you've mentioned this before. Yeah, you have. Does this have to do I with that band guy, that guy in the band? So, yeah, the yes, band. It, is, <laughs> it is It is. part of Young Animal, which is Gerard Way's uh, imprint at DC Comics. But He's in a band. He's a band guy. <laughs> yeah, that it's, guy. It's a, a really, guy. it's a really good book. So... I've mentioned it before because there was like a preview on in the back of uh, uh, Doom Patrol. Okay, what's about? So the book is about a guy named uh, Cave Carson who has done it all. He's he's survived. Okay, cool. That sounds that sounds real good. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, that does sound awesome. (laughs) I'm sorry, fucking with you. Keep going. Now he's just gonna get mad at me. Okay. He is mad. He's mad. I'm like, I'm like, this is like, I'm really trying here to like engage in a dialogue about about these comics so that it doesn't end up me just rambling for 20 minutes. And then as soon as I try, all right, all right, all right go. Know. We're making go. it harder on you. Uh, just please tell me, please tell more. It's all right. Uh, uh, Cave. So he's like, he's kind of like a sort of Indiana Jones meets Dresden Files guy type of person. So he's he's survived countless adventures below the Earth's surface, uh, met the love of his life, and gotten a cybernetic eye somehow. And after he and his wife Eileen uh, sent their only daughter Chloe off to college, Cave was ready to become just another mundane member of the surface world. Until that is, uh, Eileen got sick. So now he's widowed and he's trying to piece his life back together when a knock on the door of his secret underground lab pulls him back into a past he and Eileen thought they had left buried deep within the Earth. Adding to his troubles... Cave must determine if the recent hallucinations and visions are the work of his mind or his mysterious cybernetic eye. Spoiler, it's the eye. Um, so he lives underground? He has a, he, he's gone on lots of adventures underground, and he has a secret underground lair. Uh, okay. But he does, he does live above ground. But he's going, he's going back into the uh, underground exploration world. Um, and so a lot of it, you know, a lot of it's like about cave diving, but like there's all this like weird... Like, it, it, in the first issue, it, it didn't, like, explain tons about the world, but it gave you a lot of, like... Like, it just kind of threw you into it, you know what I mean? So you're encountering uh, these people that have, like, these jobs or, like, are part of some organization or whatever, and you don't know quite what it is, but you can just try and sort of piece to, like piece together hints at what it is. Um, and so I'm sure they'll they'll explain more about the world itself as it goes on. But, uh, but he's, like, a cave-diving secret agent supernatural type of type of dude um and the series is uh written by gerard way and john rivera and the art is by uh michael avon owing of uh powers fame oh okay cool yeah i'll check that out that sounds great it's super fun i'm totally down to give it a chance it's 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 really good and just like all of the other young animal books it's like real fucking bizarre but in in a pretty great way um so yeah i i 
quite enjoyed issue one of uh, of Cave Carson. Um, and it's and by the way, and the art really is like I think that uh, this is some of the best art that Oming has ever done. It's like the layouts are super fucking weird and trippy, and like the way that it shows what he's seeing through his eye versus what he's seeing in like real life is pretty cool. Um, and there's a lot of like it, it seems like there will be a lot of sort of Indiana Jones style hijinks. Sold. So yeah, sounds cool. Uh, so check that out. Um, I also read uh, Gendy Tarkovsky's uh, Tartakovsky's uh, Cage, which is so he's the creator of Samurai Jack and Dexter's Lab, mm-hmm. and the original Clone Wars cartoon. Yeah, and the original Clone Wars cartoon. Um, so he he wrote and illustrated this Luke Cage miniseries just called Cage, like back in I think it was like back in like 2010 or something like that. It's just been like basically sitting on a shelf at Marvel for years and years. Um, but uh, they finally decided to publish it, and it's a Luke Cage series set back in like the seventies or whatever. Um, and it is like the most seventies comic book that I've ever read. Like you know that that issue of Duggan and and uh, Posehn's Deadpool, where Deadpool's back in the seventies, like yeah. yeah, all that stuff. Like it's it's similar to that, but like way 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 more 70s like that sounds fun super Hmm. exaggerated super like um you know like all about the 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 big old flary pants and the 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 you know roller skating and all sorts of stuff um but like it, it actually takes place in 1970s marvel continuity and like it even there's like an editor's note at some point in the book that refers to something that happened in an issue of I think it was X-Men. It was like right after Scott uh Cyclops had died or some shit like that. Um and so there is like an editor's note that refers you back to like a 1970s issue of the X-Men for something that had just barely happened. Um Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was like it was pretty fun. Um but Tartakovsky's art is like fantastic and like super exaggerated and like all of the, it was some like all the metahumans or like all the the superheroes have like gone missing or some shit like that, um, and so Cage is sort of uh, setting out to figure out why he's not missing, um, and uh, and what happened to all the other people. So it's again issue one, super good, super fucking good. All right, that, I'd read that as well. Yay, two two for Tuesday. Woo. Um, the, uh, the third comic I read is, uh, DC's Trinity, which is two issues in now. Um, and it's by, uh, Francis Manipal on art and, uh, writing. And this book is fucking beautiful. Like if, are you guys familiar with Manipal's art at all? I don't know. I don't know. Google Francis Manipal. We, I posted a, a picture on our Instagram, um, of a Superman drawing that he did. Uh, a while back it was like that black and white oh, superman with the background yeah I, I remember that that was a really nice picture yeah. so he does he does all digital art but it all looks like sort of a combination between like painting and and conventional comic art um but dc when they launched rebirth essentially told him all right like you can do this book about batman superman and wonder woman and we will not interfere at all creatively and it's completely up to you you won't have a co-writer you want to have a co-artist like it's just you um and it's it's really fucking cool it's like the first two the first issue is basically like superman uh wonder woman because the so the superman in dc's rebirth is like a superman from an alternate timeline because their superman died and then this one kind of like got teleported to their earth um so it's like you know, Batman and Wonder Woman are familiar with Superman, but not this particular version, and then vice versa with that Superman being familiar with Wonder Woman and Batman, but not these particular versions. Um, and so they all, like, it's, the series starts off with them, like, basically having dinner together, where uh, Diana and Bruce come to Clark's house to have dinner with uh, Clark, Lois, and um, their son, John. And then, like, crazy shit happens and Clark starts hearing like his dad's voice coming from their barn and uh and shit just like starts going super weird and it ends up leading into like this crazy sort of unwinding uh mystery about uh Clark's past and um and then like it it, it's it's definitely a book that is as of the end of issue two it is going to use the sort of mythologies and villains and and things like that of all three characters um 
And so, like, issue two ended with a pretty big Batman-related teaser. But, like, it's it's really cool because it's not, like, this giant epic sort of, like, Justice League story where they're fighting off aliens or whatever the fuck. It's just, like, this simple sort of mystery. Um, but, you know, with both issues, it's kind of, like, had that sort of gradual rising intention and mystery of, like, what the fuck is going on here um, accompanied by just, like, fucking beautiful art and layouts and all that stuff. So, super fun. Take it away, Rachel. <laughs> yeah (laughs) i know any Uh, anytime i talk about like dc proper stuff you guys are you guys are pretty much out but dude i'm not necessarily out but when you when you start talking about all what superman and the different types of supermans that are out there and how this interlies with the other superman i yeah that's where you lose us i got no grounding yeah that's the thing like if you like in terms of like just reading the book you don't need that grounding like anything you need to know, it explains seems, within the text. Seems like a way better way to p- p- push the Superman. Yeah, you don't need to know that much about. All right, Superman. cool. I don't need to know that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, sold. great. I'm sold. You don't. Yeah, I mean, it, it tells you within the book, but I was I'm just, I was, I was explaining out. what was going on in the story, so I like wanted to fill you in on that. You backstoried it. Anyway, pulled the backstory. Well, no, I mean, it, <laughs> I was, I was walking you through like part of the first issue, and that's something that comes up. Because that, like, that's okay. why they're having dinner so that they can get to know each other. Right. Because it's not the normal Superman. Because it's not their normal Superman, and Batman and Wonder Woman aren't Superman's normal Batman and Wonder Woman. Oh, okay. So they're like, oh, what's what's all this about? What's this? What's this? Yeah, what's this? What's this guy yeah. going okay. on? Okay. Now I'm on board with you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was absolutely not on board with what the hell he was trying to go on for at first, but now I get it. Yeah. Yeah. No, Same they were here. they were just like. Now, now I'm with you. Yeah. They were like, this guy dresses like Superman and looks like Superman, but. But but we know that our Superman died, so we gotta figure this shit out. Get a oh, get a okay. closer look at him. And then they're butts, and then they're gonna go on an adventure. Yeah, and sort then they're of. gonna be super friends. Super friends. Super friends. Dun, 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 yeah. Dun, 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 dun. But no, the mystery <laughs> the mystery it's building is like really intriguing. I'm I'm pretty fascinated by it right now. Yeah, no, that actually sounds pretty interesting. Yeah. Now that we've talked about what's really going on <laughs> <laughs> i didn't want to interrupt you because you were like you're you, you just seemed like you were going on a you had your train of thought i didn't want to yeah dive in and interrupt you but yeah it, there was definitely a moment where i was like i am lost. whenever whenever yeah, whenever that here. happens feel free to interrupt me at any point okay just just interrupt well, me you, ask you questions. talk really fast so it's still like oh uh, well you, if i let him keep going maybe it'll start <laughs> making sense <laughs> well, that is also true <laughs> Like, no, he's getting somewhere. I'm just waiting for it for a sec. This is all going to come back around. Um, yeah, I I need to work on that. Um, what else do you got? You got more comics? Yeah, so one more comic. I So I went to, to Vegas uh, over the weekend, and I kind of had, like, some time where I I wanted to get my tires and oil changed before I came back down because um, it had been a while. And so As was, one does when they go to Vegas. Oh, time to get my tire and oil changed. <laughs> yeah, well, that's I, what you do. My so my my brother lives in France, and he was flying into Vegas with his family, and then they were just going to drive up to Utah to to meet the rest of my family and kind of have some fun times for a couple weeks. Um, but obviously, with me living down here, then they weren't going to get the chance to uh, see me. So I was like, well, I'll just drive up to Vegas and meet you guys up there, and and you know, chill out with you for a day. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. And so, like, after I was done, I was looking at my clock and I was like, okay, if I leave right now back to California, I'm going to, like, get to the outskirts of, like, you know, L.A. County right at rush hour. And then it's going to take me, like, an extra hour or two to get home. Or I can wait up here for an extra hour or two, get my oil and tires done, and just, like, read some fucking comics while I do it. Okay. So I opted to do that. And so I went to a couple of comic book stores out there and bought, like, a bunch of shit that I've been curious about reading. Um. Anyway, so the last the last book that I that I bought was uh, Green Valley, which is like I don't know. I th- it's a a bit of a a weak title for this particular book because like like I mean I don't know what do you, what do you think of when you hear the title Green Valley? Um, nothing. I need more context. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. So this book is like a. It's set in like a sort of uh, Tolkienian. Uh, a type of world so it's like medieval uh you know swashbuckling adventures with swords and axes and and all that stuff right um, all right so it's written Dorse and shit yeah it's written by uh by max landis um and with art by uh three different artists they're all really good um but it's basically like there's these uh four fighters the knights of Colodia. 
that are like you know super awesome dudes like the first few pages are basically just a demonstration of like these dudes are really good at fighting things you know uh so it like establishes that they're just like really really great fighters um but uh so they they fend off the four of them fend off like this horde of you know 400 invading troops or whatever um but they piss off their commander by like cutting his ear off or whatever like their archer is like sitting back and he just like shoots the dude's ear off so then when they're all sleeping in their village and celebrating at night uh that entire horde comes and like tears apart their village um and uh and you know like kind of kind of upsets upsets the whole order so now these uh these 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 four friends are out for revenge Revengeancers. Revengeancers. Um, but no, like it's it's setting up a lot of uh, sort of twists and turns. Like there's, you know, like one of the one of the knights is like kind of this old dude that's sort of been wanting to, like he was he was wanting to kind of get out of it and settle down with uh with with his lady. You know, have a have a nice quiet life after a life of adventure. Um, but then when the village was invaded, she was she was one of the casualties. So now he's like, well, you took my life from me, yada, yada. And I'm, I don't know, I'm mixed on, like, using using loved ones or, like, women as, like, you know, fodder for revenge. Like, I always, that yeah. bugs me a little bit. But I think it was Same done here. as well as it could have been for that. All right. Uh, this, is, this is by no means a dig at you, but more of something that came up as you were telling that. Uh, that also relates to talking about uh, how confusing Superman is. Go for it. When people talk about fantasy stuff, it's nothing is as confusing. When they're like, no, the Knights of Caledonia took down Princess Xanthar, but Xanthar was in cahoots with Throgmong, <laughs> the uh, betrayer, because years ago the betrayer Throgmong and the Knights of uh, Valencia took over the Knights of Calones uh, because of uh, Prince uh, Marfthor uh, took with him the, the magic of Valhum uh-huh. uh, out, out to the fields of... <laughs> I only used um, one fantasy word in that whole thing. Shishtakrishms. No, I know, but I'm just... I'm not, I'm not... That's why I said I wasn't digging at you. It just made me think, like, nothing is as confusing as... Uh, Weird fantasy words. Weird fantasy words when people are trying to describe a story to you, uh, actually using all the stuff in there with no context. Yeah. You're like, uh huh, uh huh, yeah. The Knights yeah, of uh, uh-huh. Valencia. Okay. Uh-huh. Yep. Oranges. Okay. Yeah. No, I agree with you. Like, and and fantasy is not normally my thing. The only, honestly, the only reason that I picked this book up is because it's, Max Landis. Yeah, because Max Landis wrote it, and it's it's uh, Skybound, which is Robert Kirkman's uh, imprint, is publishing it. Okay. So I was like, all right, like, oh. you know, if not only if, if he's writing it, but then if Robert Kirkman was like, yeah, this is good enough to put on, you know, alongside Invincible and Walking Dead, um, then I'll, I'll take a sense. peek at it. And so, and I'm glad I did, because it honestly, it's, it's, it does promise a whole lot of sort of twists and turns. Like the first issue is fairly straightforward. You know, it's just like, oh yeah, they pissed off these dudes and then those dudes came and attacked them and now people are dead and they're out for revenge. Um, but in terms of like some of the just sort of like little things that it's sort of uh hinting at and 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 building up to i think that it'll be a a pretty fun tale and you know as far as max landis's comic book work he's done superman american alien and then like this mini two issue arc of superman and the joker and like basically why the joker would never be a threat in metropolis um it's uh as far as his comic book writing he's got a really damn consistent track record with all that so i'm like all right like i'll i'll read this and see it's a totally different genre than what i've seen from him before so see how it goes you know sure why not so yeah but yeah i mean it was, I get that. it was well written it was fun and it wasn't like the thing that i hate with first issues and this is like something that i've been trying to be cognizant of a lot lately as i've been uh writing this series is like the first issue of a new series especially a creator-owned series is often like way way too bogged down with like tons of dialogue and like exposition about the world and like all the setup you know what i mean yeah no it it gets pretty boring totally at least for me yeah and it's like especially because a lot of times the first issue of a new series will be like 40 pages or whatever instead of just 20 
Yeah. Because they think they need to spend all that time setting up the world. And it's just like, it, it, there's nothing that will kill my interest in a new series more than just like super, super word and exposition heavy setup that doesn't really like involve a ton of actual storytelling. Um, right. Uh, that's why I liked, uh, that's why I liked the intro to uh, Black, uh, Black, Strange Dark Magic. What the fuck is it called? Black Science. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. That's Black why Strange like. Dark Magic. Black Strange Dark Magic. That's, um, uh, 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 that one because the first issue was like slapped you right in the middle of action, no explanation, yep. and just went from there. And I think that's that's what you do. Totally, I love it. Like it's, I, I like the philosophy of you know show people the story and then worry about the world later you know worry about filling them in on the details later as long as they have a character and a story arc to latch onto, then they can wait yeah. to figure out the world um yeah that's how i would prefer my stories is very fast paced totally. but you you still learn things eventually yeah and that's something that like i think you know brian k vaughn rick remender and like robert kirkman i think all three of them do a great job at that you know, of just like putting you right into the story off the first issue and then filling in the details later. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so and so with this issue, you know, especially considering it was a fantasy book and it was like a I think it was like 35, 36 pages or something. So it was a larger first issue. Um, so with both of those things kind of against it, it it was a pretty sort of fast paced read. You know, the art had the uh, an opportunity to like, you know, show itself off and not be bogged down in dialogue. And so it was it was a pretty good first issue. Cool. Fuck yeah. And that's uh that's that's pretty much it for my comics. Super dupers. Oh, and I've continued to read Sheriff of Babylon and it's like super fucking super heavy, but really good. Yeah, I'll get to that I'll get to that one of these days. I do yeah. wanna read it. I yeah, I definitely want to continue that one. You also need to read Omega Men, Matt. Someday. There's too many things to read, buddy. Too many I things know. to read. I know. See, here's here's the difference. If I'm going to read something, I want to read it, and I don't like to just read like one or two here and there, and that's that's all. Like, yeah, I'm, I really I'm have a hard same. time just like I'm going to read a uh, an issue, uh, especially if I know that that's an issue that that has a that there's like a a, a a bunch of if there's a bunch of issues, right? Because yeah. I want to read them all. I want I, I want to sit down and read a bunch of them. I don't want to read just one or two. Uh, there's some exceptions there, but for the most part, like I don't retain the memory of the story. Yeah. If I just do it like one a week or one a month, like I need to read them for days on end. Yeah. Otherwise I just forget and I don't care anymore. Yeah. Is, is Sheriff of Babylon, uh, an ongoing or is it completed? Um, it's, so it is an ongoing, but it started out as just a, a mini series, hmm. but it, 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 it was so sort of popular and, and well-regarded and good that, that Vertigo basically like begged him to, to make it an ongoing. Um, gotcha. but it, I mean, it's only on like 11 issues or so. So you, it, it is like, there's, I think two story arcs completely finished. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I'm the same way, like to an extent i i don't like just reading one issue at a time i'm more of a story arc oriented person um that being said i will oftentimes uh you know like like with all those one thing you'll kind of notice about all those books is they were all new series you know they were all number ones and and number twos um and i like especially with something new that's sort of intriguing to me i like reading the first issue you know seeing if it's like interesting to me seeing if i i like the story and then just kind of waiting for the first story arc to wrap up and catching up on it type thing mm -hmm. yeah i do the same thing yeah because that, that's what i do yeah, with I paper could. girls i read the first issue like forever ago and then just barely i i you know start reread the first issue and went all the way through the first arc gotcha yeah you know uh i mean that's you know i'll read the first issue if it's something i'm curious about and i want to check it out and then if it doesn't hold my attention i probably won't continue but if it does, I have to read all of them. Yeah. Yeah. I get you there. Sort of, which is sort of a problem. So I have to be a little bit careful about what I dive myself dive into. I will uh, say the uh the new Doom Patrol by Gerard Way, I've that that's one of the few books right now where I feel like I will probably be buying every issue every month and reading it as it comes out, which is surprising to me. Um 
but it's like it's it's actually good i'm super surprised like i did like uh umbrella academy the book that he did uh for dark horse um but i'm surprised that he's able to like to take a property like doom patrol where grant morrison did such a an amazing job on that series um for so many years and take it in in a, a different direction while still retaining the same core of what made doom patrol great even though it's like through a different lens and kind of like a, a 15 years later continuation of the old series like i i'm really surprised by how good doom patrol is and how good like the whole young animal imprint so far has been look i'm just gonna go out on a limb here but i think he liked doom patrol uh, you think oh you th- yeah, i think, think who me, that i liked doom patrol <laughs> Oh, yeah, just yeah, yeah, just just a little bit. <laughs> I did because it, it it's one of those books where it just it keeps you asking questions, and that's kind of that's kind of what I want in a book. You know what I mean? Like as long as yeah. the questions are consistently sort of being answered, you know, and it's not just teasing for teasing's sake. Um, sure. Then I like it, especially because like it, it's a book where there will be random pages where it's like. Like over the over the first two issues, it's got this one thing where it's like, um, what's going on with Niles Calder? And I have no fucking clue who Niles Calder is, but it's literally in both issues. There is one page of nine panels where this fucking guy, Niles Calder, is just doing something and then it doesn't fucking explain it. Like it's just one page randomly in the first issue. He's like playing with like a keyboard, like a, a, a piano type keyboard trying to find a certain sound. And it's like it's nine panels of him trying to figure this sound out like different notes or whatever. And then on the last one, it's like a picture of a fly in the sound bubble. So it must be like the sound a fly makes like buzzing fly. And then that's where the page ends. And then in the second issue, it's him like getting into a hot air balloon and like flying over a fucking like Mount Rushmore type statue that looks at him as he flies away. And Mm. then that's it. And I'm like, what the, what the fuck is this? But I love, I love random shit like that just being thrown at me and then being like, yeah, whatever. Like, it's it's eventually going to be answered. But for right now, fuck you. I don't know. Yeah. You know, I like to do that, too. I like to throw random shit at you, but then I don't answer them. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's fun. You know what I mean? Like, it's fun to give, like, random little teas like that that leave you just sort of, like, laughing and saying, what the fuck, you know? Sure. Hey, if, if, yeah. if the comic calls for it, excellent. Hell if yeah. all comics did it, I would fucking hate it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for that sure. That would get annoying. In in it's a in a like, comic book where people are coming out of a, a half-eaten uh uh euro where there was an entire universe existing within that euro, then I think it's 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 suitable. Sure. But okay. Is that how you uh, say it or do you say it hero or do you say gyro? I euro. Say euro. That's a, that's what I say too. I hear people say gyro and it it makes me think they're heathens. Well, they are. A little bit. Um what else you guys got? Yeah, anything else? I was very boring this week. <laughs> um, I uh, let's 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 talk a little bit about a couple of things before we wrap up. Are we? What are we like on time? Yeah, we're it's wrap up time. It's wrap up time. Damn. Okay. I was I was gonna talk about things, but that's fine if if it's wrap up time. Uh, where where can they where can they find us on the uh, the social networks? Well, you have you have topics to talk about or like housekeeping? Just no, just kind of some some topics. I was just interested to. See what you guys thought about a couple things, but it's no big. Oh, yeah, write 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 them in your book, and let's get to them next time. Cause... Okay. Yeah. Um. What's uh? What where can they find us on the social networks? All right. All right. Fine. You you've got my curiosity, but I gotta <laughs> I gotta run to the airport here real quick. So let's just do one of those topics real quick. Um. Joss Whedon says that he uh he'd be interested in doing a Star Wars movie. What's I don't want him to do a Star Wars movie. Pass. Why? It's, I don't know. I just. Like, I don't know. It's just Joss, Joss Whedon writes Joss Whedon. So do you, do you not think it'd be a know. good fit? No. Maybe. It'd have to be the right movie. I don't know. I'm not going to shut it down, but I'm going to say tentatively. If it was a spinoff. That's what, that's what he's saying, I is it would that, have to be a spinoff for him. Okay. Yeah. I would feel better about a spinoff. Yeah, I'd consider than... him doing a spinoff, and it would have to be the right one. Is there yeah. any type of, like, character or area of the Star Wars universe you think would, would be best fitting for him? Not that I can think of. Um... I don't know. Like Mara Jade. Mara Jade. I feel like the the sort of proposed projects of Boba Fett and Obi-Wan, I don't think either of those would be a great fit for him. No. No, I really can't see him doing a Star Wars movie. And maybe something that, like, maybe maybe he could do, like, a 
C3PO and R2D2 movie, maybe that would work out. Yeah. I just for me it's like know. now that he's said that and Disney has seen him said say that, I almost like I I would be shocked if they weren't already reaching out to him to see what type of thing he'd want to do. Maybe wasn't he a lot of pain in the with the Avengers stuff? So Disney's probably like mm. not necessarily. I think they liked having him there. Um, you know, like I I think, I think it was more him having issues exactly with them. Yeah, rather than them having issues with him because they wanted him to do Infinity like, War. I think he would do good with like a Han Solo character, but obviously he's not going to do that. But yeah. I couldn't see him doing any other character well i can't see i like like i'm i'm glad that it's phil lord and chris or chris lord and phil phil lord and chris miller doing uh han solo i think that that's yeah a perfect fit yeah that's the only thing i could see him being good at but maybe donald glover gets his own lando spinoff maybe oh yeah maybe i could see that that is one quick thing to address i mean i'm sure you guys probably are of the same opinion of me but like what do you think of donald glover being lando gonna be good yep fuck yeah great dope <laughs> <laughs> i'm so uh, all right yeah T- tell us uh do you think joss whedon should make a star wars movie you can tell us at savage land podcast on facebook and instagram and at savage land pod on twitter and you can call us at 413 savage four you somebody could do that maybe be fun please be fun be yeah. fun times leave us a voicemail uh, uh jason's gonna get worse he's gonna plead even worse next time yep i'm I'm gonna gonna get real bad up until somebody does it yep um yeah so save us yep and uh i don't know listen to our new podcast uh, yes listen to our new podcast the living dead Uh, minute you can find it anywhere yep and uh any famous last words uh uh make luck that's not a famous last word like I'm looking for like, I'll be back. <laughs> um, 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 Elvis Presley. Uh huh. Okay. He's famous. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're there. all by myself No one was looking I was thinking of you Oh yeah, did I mention I was all by myself All by myself All by myself All by myself to your house but no one was there I went in your room I was all by myself